In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the nightmare. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is the voyage, yeah, the maiden voyage of the New England Ghost Shop. And look who just walked in, our uh, psychic investigator, Maureen Wood. Thought I was going to have to end up doing this myself. Yeah, bad traffic, what can I say? Uh, as usual, in 93. Uh, this is, for you who don't know us, uh, we are an investigation group for the paranormal. Um, we've been doing uh, investigative work in New Hampshire, Methuen, and where else? Just about everywhere, huh? Yep. Okay. But anyways, uh, what we hope to do with this show is to get you involved in uh, uh, various uh, ghost activities that we do, and also we want to hear about what's going on in your house and what you're doing. And uh, that's basically what the show's about. We will have guests from time to time. We, we have... Uh, uh, the girls from the Philip Knight House, and also uh, we have some uh, Brian the Monk, who's a uh, ghost investigator for uh, Bob Cahill, takes some wicked cool uh, infrared shots, and uh, we've got some others lined up. But anyways, uh, welcome here, Maureen. Oh, thanks. I think today's a great day because uh, it's Friday the 13th, and I'm not a very superstitious person. Well... People who know me realize that. I do have my ideas with the paranormal, but after the day I've had, I tend to change my mind on that. So anybody with uh, their own stories of nightmare today, please call us. What's the number, Ron? This. I'm on power battery, so... Good evening, everyone. Where's the opening? Hey. Oh, we didn't hear it. Anyways, uh, so we can't comment on it since we didn't hear it. So that was great. That was great. What was great? <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to the 100th edition of Ghost Chronicles Live, uh, and also the 10th anniversary of the Great Ghost Village. And with me, uh, co-hosting is the chief cook and bottle water for Ghost Village, Mr. Jeff Belanger. Hey, Ron. How are you? Outstanding. Awesome. So uh, we are in, what, 10 years for you? I mean, you what, how did this all start? Were you like, what, sitting on the john and said, you know what, I'm going to make a ghost uh, site? In what? It was a dark and stormy night, just like this one. You know, you told me that like 10 years ago when you first came on the show. I know. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so I, I basically had written some articles for a newspaper uh, right. that I was working for on um, – on the paranormal, I interviewed Ed and Lorraine Warren. I had done a lot of research on Dudleytown in Connecticut, and I wanted a place to put those articles. And I also wanted to learn HTML, so I kind of killed two birds with one stone. Uh, I thought, wow, you know, let me learn how to do websites. So I was living in New Haven, Connecticut at the time, all the way 
way back uh, mid-October 1999, and I said, you know, let me, let me try to figure this out. So I started a small website, just six little web pages all the way back then, and it's pretty much exploded since. It's been uh, such an awesome journey that's led to everything else that I do now. But it was, uh, it was just but six I mean, little web pages. How did you come up with, you know, Ghost Village? Ah, uh, well, that's uh, Ghost Village actually comes from Dudleytown, Connecticut. The whole idea was uh, I had been doing a lot of research for a documentary film, and I'd been up there a few times. And um, it wasn't really a ghost town. It was a ghost village. And I liked the whole idea of, of a community because that was the point from the start was that it wouldn't just be uh, a website. It would be a destination. And I wanted to have a community feel. So right from the get-go, I wanted to be a village. And uh, our subject is ghosts, hence the name. Ghost Village. But you, speaking of uh, locations and stuff, we are broadcasting live from the Concord Colonial Inn. Isn't that cool? A haunted location right here in Massachusetts. Uh, it, this is a great place. We're in the Thoreau Room, named after Henry David Thoreau, and uh, just a, a great location. We're just, you know, gosh, less than a mile from where the first shots were fired uh, during the Revolutionary War. There's so much history here and so many ghost stories, if you, uh, if you believe the legends. And I think there's something to it. Well, you know, I actually had experience in the uh, uh, ghost room here, room 24. Really? Was that right? Yes. Uh, was it when I was in there with you? Because that was a little eerie. No, uh, that was my wife. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. Someone had to film it. But anyway, <laughs> you laughed, but actually we had two cameras running on us all night long. Uh, it's none of my business. <laughs> you know, the bed shook. I heard that. Uh, it's actually one of the chapters in, in our book, which is you can actually purchase here at the Concord Colonial Inn as well. You know, I'm glad you read that because I have great admiration for the person who wrote your foreword. Uh, forward. What did I get? Was that David Wells? Uh, no, no, I don't think it was him. I oh, wait a minute. You did, didn't you? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was some, some nonsense. I had to get somebody. I said, who's sucker enough right. to do this for nothing? So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I work cheap and I work fast. That's the story of my life. So, can you believe ten years? Ten years of uh, I, I, ten years for anything is kind of a long time. I mean, uh, if you collected stamps for ten years, that's kind of a long time. Um, I, I, honestly, when I started this way back when, and you know, my wife could tell you, it's you know, she became a ghost village widow. The poor thing. I was up there working at night, getting freaked out, getting you know, starting to get emails from people about their experiences. And uh, just, I mean, I didn't know. I had no agenda back then, but I wanted a place to put my own research. And then I put a little remark on the homepage saying, tell us about your own ghost experiences. And from there, things just exploded. People started sending it in. Back then, you know, we'd get an email maybe once every two or three weeks with a ghost experience. And now, I mean, I bet we get eight or nine in a day um, from all over the world, from all walks of life. And I realized at the time, there really wasn't, a single destination online where people could discuss this openly and always, always brought in, you know, wanted to get the skeptical view, the religious view, the spiritual view, and everything in between and just have an open forum where people could discuss it. And uh, that, that hasn't changed in 10 years. So it's, uh, it's pretty neat to still be doing it today, except we're not six web pages anymore. Now we're over 40,000 web pages of content. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's just cool to look back and realize how much I've learned. Back then, I thought I kind of got it. Especially after a couple of years of running the site, I thought, all right, there's haunted places, there's ghosts, uh, it's pretty basic. But then you start to realize how so many aspects of the 
paranormal, how so many aspects of humanity splinter off from this one subject. One person's ghost is another person's demon, is another person's space alien, is another person's Bigfoot. And it's really been uh, an amazing journey to just to just realize that this is way bigger. It's than funny you mention that because I mean, let's talk about orbs. Yes, let's let's do talk about orbs. The, the thing is, I mean, orbs mean so much to so many different people. Correct. I, I love mean, orbs. Yeah, right. I would have married one if it was legal. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Somebody looks at an orb and they'll say, "Okay, that's an angel." Somebody else will look at an orb and they'll say, "That's a fairy." And, of course, a ghost guy may say, that's a ghost. Or a guy like me might say, that's dust or moisture. Really? Yes. So, I mean, you have been doing this for 10 years, right? Longer than that. I just started the site 10 years ago. So you mean in all this time you don't believe in ghosts or anything like that? I absolutely believe in ghosts. I believe in all kinds of things. Um, but I, I, I personally don't believe that orbs are ghosts. I do believe in signs, and I believe people get signs in all kinds of shapes and colors. And for some people, I learned years ago as they walked up to me at a conference or whatever with a stack of photographs, and they'd start showing me orb photo after orb photo, and I'd go, oh, man. At first, I'd say, you know, gee, this, because I'd call camera companies, and I'd say, how, how does this happen? And I got really good explanations. I'd call professional photographers and say, how does this happen? And I got great explanations. Um, I studied how cameras work, and I learned how this can happen. And I said, all right, given that 99.6 trillion nines after that uh, are perfectly explainable, I think we we got to move on beyond orbs. I think we got to, you know, discuss. If that's all you have, then let's not talk. If you've got that plus a lot more, great. You know, let's talk about it. The only reason I don't completely dismiss them is because I've talked to good, credible witnesses who've had experiences where they're in an environment and they'll see a glowing ball of light moving through the room. And I imagine had they had a camera at that moment, they could have taken a picture of it. Um, but I think that's an exceedingly rare occurrence. Um, that's the reason I don't totally dismiss these things. But I think that um, you know they are a part of the discussion. We can't get around it. And as I, as I poo-poo these photos that people would, would show me years ago, some would get really offended and say, how could you be so insensitive? This is right, my, how this, could you be? <laughs> this is my Uncle Larry, you jerk, you know, and... Uh, I'd say, oh, right, now that you mention it, I, I definitely see the, uh, see the resemblance. Yeah, I mean, they mean different things to different people. I mean, I, I, in fact, you were the one who taught me. I remember the first, one of the first things I did, uh, someone came in and waited and waited until the event was over, and then they came up and they showed me a picture, and I kind of like poo-pooed it, as you say, and totally destroyed and dashed her, her dreams and concepts. So ever since then... I, you know, it's not my opinion. Basically, is their opinion what it means to them, and not what it means to me. Here's another example: people find uh, uh, pennies from heaven. You know, I hear that a lot, where people will say, "I'll walk along the street and I'll look down and I'll see a penny, and I know it's a sign from my grandfather because he always used to give me pennies." Right. Well, the skept- skeptic in you has to say, "You know, come on, I find pennies all the time. They just might not be worth bending over for." Um, but at the <laughs> But at the same time, who am I to dismiss that person's sign? Maybe it is a sign just for them. And maybe the sign, maybe some signs aren't for everyone. Uh, and, and if orbs are that way, then okay, maybe so. Yeah, I mean, signs are an important thing. I mean, you're the one who told me about the horn sign with your grandfather. I mean, that, right. you talk about pennies, that's probably even more prevalent as uh, someone beeping a horn. 
Yeah. No, right. Yeah. I, I, right. That's a story I've told before where uh, the day my grandfather died back in uh, 2001, um, uh, he had this habit when he'd drive around and he'd, he'd just honk the horn, you know, and he'd, he'd wave, oh, I knew that squirrel, I knew that tree, whatever. And uh, it, it, was, it was kind of a character. The day he died, uh, he died of natural causes in his sleep. He really couldn't have asked for a, a nicer finish. And uh, that afternoon, I was back in New Haven, Connecticut, where I was living. And I said, just give me some kind of sign that you're, you're okay, you're still with me. And not one full second later, I heard, meep, meep, right outside. Now, living there for a few years, I could tell you, it's no anomaly. I mean, there were car horns day, night, all the time. But at that moment, that was my sign. And the skeptic in me would say, like, yeah, okay, whatever. But, um, but in the moment, I, I believe it was something more. And maybe that's the case with pennies. Maybe that's the case with orbs. Maybe that's the case with a lot of this stuff. EVP even. How many times has someone played an EVP for you or electronic voice phenomenon recording where you hear, like, wow, 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 and you say, uh, dude, I got nothing. And they say, well, it clearly says. Leslie gets those all the time. <laughs> It clearly says Ron Kolick is a sexy man. And you go, really? I didn't hear that whatsoever. And uh, they're like, no, listen again. <laughs> you go, all right. Uh, maybe it wasn't for me. Maybe the message was for you. You know, it's interesting. I think that Maureen might be here. Maureen, are you here? Yes, I am. I've been listening in. Oh, we got to turn up that volume. Leslie's with us here. We are broadcasting live at the Crockett Colonial Inn. And now joining us all the way from Austin, Texas, is... Maureen. Hey, what am I too loud on this side? You sound great to me, Maureen, as always. Oh, thank you. Hey, I was listening to what you were saying, Jeff, about all the signs and, you know, you guys were having that conversation. Um, And I agree with you. Like you said, at the time you were hearing that horn of your grandfather, it was more of the timing of it, too. Um, I think, you know, I think that's a lot of it. What were you thinking of? You know, people say, I want to see signs. I want to see signs. And, you know, it's not necessarily you going out and so much looking for them. But it's what were you thinking kind of at that time when that sign occurred and it was like, oh, my God, here it is. It's, it's now it brought it to the forefront of your mind, and I think that's a lot of it. No, I'm sure that that's part of it, no, no question at all. So, um, so Maureen, 100th podcast, what's up with that? Did you oh, think it I know, huh? I can't even believe it. That's amazing. So that story started a few years ago. It was actually at the Berkshire uh, Paranormal Conference in uh, the Houghton Mansion in North Adams, Massachusetts. Was that two years or three years ago, Ron? Um, that was three years ago, wasn't it? Or was that? Geez, I don't know. Yeah, gosh, I don't remember. But um, I can tell you that uh, you know, Ron and I were talking about how um, you know he'd been on a terrestrial. You guys had been on terrestrial radio station for you know a number of years at that point, and you were looking for a uh, another venue. And I said, man, it would be great for Ghost Village. You know, we would be glad to, to sponsor something like that and host it. And that's kind of how the whole idea was born, and that was 100 podcasts ago. So it's kind of neat that tonight we're celebrating our Ghost Village's 10th anniversary, and this show will actually become uh, podcast number 100 for Ghost Chronicles Radio. Wow, it's amazing. And I have to tell you, you know, I I so appreciate you, you know, asking uh, Ron and I to to really to do the podcast. And I think it's kind of funny the fact that you listened to us you know, give the speech that night, and you still wanted us. I don't know. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, I've been <laughs> drinking quite a bit at that point. I think. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It was fun. No, I've known you guys for a long time. We've been on investigations together, and it's just been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Here's the thing. You guys know there's people that get interested in this stuff, and it's it's fly by night. You know, they've watched a television show or something, and they think, hey, this looks like a good way to spend the weekend. But then 
there's some people that are just uh, way into it that are that are really passionate about the subject and you guys certainly are and it's always it's always fun to share the journey with you you know it's not really interesting i don't know if you heard it maureen but i actually the beginning of the show we played the first uh, opening of the first show that we did years and years ago at wccm and uh uh it was quite Awkward, I guess. Um, Jeff didn't hear it, but uh, is what I stumbled over uh, calls. Uh, it's, it was a pretty weird. And here we are. I still stumble over calls. <laughs> Anyways, we have a caller, so why don't we uh, bring our caller on? Hello, call Leslie. Yeah, hey, Ron. How are you? Good. Is this uh, Leslie Bannantyne? Dragon Lover. Hey, Leslie. how you doing? Oh, Leslie Good, Dragon yeah. Lover. Good. Thank you. Sorry about that. That's you know, okay. Last name, and I like no way too many Leslies. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, and, trying to get Greg on here too, and he's having a little bit of trouble with the computer. He had to switch from one to the other. Yeah, we we are actually having problems with our own computer, but of course we are broadcasting from a haunted location. Right. We will blame the ghosts, no doubt. Yes. Hey, whatever yes. works. Are you, Jeff? <laughs> I'm I'm here, Leslie. How are you? Okay. Good, you? I'm great. Leslie's been on Ghost Village message boards for years, and we actually met in Gettysburg, right? We've met in time? we we met on the very first, and then in Gettysburg. That's right. That's right. Gosh, yeah. I, wait a minute. I actually stiffed her on a drink. I, I owed her a drink, and I forgot to give it to her. Oh, yeah. Her. No, that's a surprise. I'll get. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Leslie, we're going to square this up right here. Ron's going to buy me a drink and, and restore his karma. There you go. Oh yeah, there. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm, I'm over in Illinois now. I almost got to see you in Chicago, but I didn't get here in time. I, I actually oh. arrived the day you guys finished. Oh, too bad. That was a fun conference. Yeah, I was just there a few weeks ago for Ursula Bielski's uh, Chicago Ghost Conference. I've yeah, heard they're do, doing it again next year. So, um, you know, God willing, we'll all get together again. That's a great town. You, you live there oh, now, yeah. Leslie? Or? Uh, I, I have up and moved. Um, Living up in Gurney, Illinois, right now, but I'm going to be moving to Quincy very soon here with uh, Greg Dragon Lover. Nice. Well, congratulations, and let us know when the uh, the kicker is to. Uh... Wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait. She's from California. How can you move from California to Illinois? That's like moving. From... Um, if you were to go to the village's real life occurrences and read our story on our personal reencounter, you will get it. All right, we're I gonna, will we're do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody tell you I can't read? Uh, well, you better learn because there's a lot there. We have well, over 4,000 views on that piece right now in 12 pages. Is there really? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's, that's probably more people that bought my book. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Everybody check out Ghost Chronicles by Ron Kolick and Maureen Wood. In yeah, no kidding. And by the way, nice thing you want to say is that you don't read when you wrote a book. Yeah, there well, you go. Well, well. <laughs> no one's paying them to read. They're paying them to write. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I still got to get out there and get that one. It's on. It's already on the market, right? It is. Oh, it, it is. is. Okay. It's doing very okay. well, actually. Uh, uh, I got this, Ron. It's pretty unprofessional to plug your own book. Let me. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to help. Yes, it's in bookstores now, everywhere, fine retailers, Amazon, and if you read it, give it a good review. I mean, check it out. Go online and, oh, yeah. and say what you thought. Be honest. I mean, you can give it five stars or six, maybe seven. Ten, twenty. Ten okay. stars, twenty. <laughs> Well, if Ron believe, wrote it, hopefully it's really good. I believe five, five, five stars is the lowest. So uh, if you hate it, you're five. Okay. Huh. No, that's the thing. And, uh, yeah, I no, believe you're in the book, too, aren't you? I huh? think I 
the chapter everybody talks about. Which one? <laughs> with the... All right, here's how that happened. If everybody turns the page, whatever in the book, <laughs> Dancing with the Dead. This was an investigation. I'll tell you how this happened. A couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, gosh, I don't remember. I get an email from Lloyd, Lloyd Arbach, paranormal you know, investigator, parapsychologist in California. He's out in California. Yeah. The email the email subject is Jeff, you owe me. <laughs> so I <laughs> I opened it and it turns out um, someone had reached out to him, uh, a young lady who believed that her uh, exotic dancing studio was haunted. And ah. so I'll be darned if I'm going to let a damsel in distress suffer like that. And she's in the Boston area. Anyway. Oh, you are just um, such a giver. I I always say that about I, you. I give and I give until it hurts. And so. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I immediately uh, raced over and I said, "Well, I can't go alone. That would be creepy." So, I, I needed a, I needed an accomplice. So I called Ron and Maureen, and um, and we went and did an investigation of this studio. And it was it was pretty interesting because the ghost seemed to turn up on video while she's dancing and she teaches exotic dancing. And I said, "This is great." So um, so we all set up. We've got the whole place wired for you you name it. And uh, so we all kind of shrug our shoulders and uh, look at her and say. Yes, you should dance now. And she had no problem. <laughs> she started. She started dancing, and the music's thumping, and we're all throwing dollar bills at her. And uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it only felt like that, Jeff. <laughs> and, and, and so, um, you know, let, let anyone think that this work is all gram- glamorous. It's not. Sometimes you got to get dirty. You got to get in the trenches. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely you got to. So Leslie, if if you were here with us, would you have gone with us as Maureen did? Say it again. If you were here with us when we went to this pole dancing studio, would uh-huh. you have fun with us? I have fun with it. Would you have gone with us to investigate? Oh yeah, yeah, I would have. I wouldn't mind. Would have? Yeah, I would have gone. Really? Not much of the pole dancing, but I would go. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, it's always an adventure, and that's how it is with the uh, the paranormal. I mean, you never know where. Yeah. Uh, the next great case may lie. So let me just put this out there. If there are any other exotic dance studios or stripping <laughs> facilities that believe they are haunted, uh, call, uh, any, call us. Uh, I wonder if there are any uh, haunted lap dances. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I've gotten a uh, lap dance from a ghost yet. But, uh, the you never know. Young, the night is young. We're in a haunted building. So great. it's uh, anything possible. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, my daughter and I were actually in Concord this summer. Uh, we went through Lexington and Concord, but I didn't stop in that inn. We were just cruising on through real quick. It's know, a great area. I mean, there's so much history. And when you study ghosts, I mean, this is such a big part of it. You know, to, to stand, you know, this is the room Thoreau hung out in. This is where the wounded were brought uh, during the first battle of the Revolutionary War. No. <laughs> no. Very yeah, we ran. That bar was, uh, yeah, we ran into a British soldier over in there. Um, uh, they did. Near one of the visitor centers. We were just walking through, and he popped out at us. <laughs> and we're like, oh, hello. And huh. uh, he asked us to sit down, and we sat and talked with him for a little while. It was kind of interesting. I mean, my was daughter both and I at the same time looked at each other and said, um, I think we need to sit down. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Was he dead or alive? He was quite dead. <laughs> oh, well, this story gets even more interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure which, it was the main visitor center as you're coming through the Lexington and Concord area, Yeah. and it's off on the right-hand side as you're coming through, I think, and 
we just went in there to go check it out. I mean, we're sweating bullets because it was out there. But a nice little shady spot, and there was a picnic table underneath. And we walked by, and we both kind of picked up on them as we walked by. And we went into the visitor center and came back on around. And as we got back near that area, we both just went, um, yeah, we've got to both sit down here right now because he wants to talk. And he was just telling us some interesting little things that went on and that, um, you know, he's still just hanging out. You know, he, his, his duty is not fulfilled in, in some way that he, he's staying there. And so we tried to, tried to tell him where he could get himself off to and um, not have to hang so long. Did, they, did, you, did you tell him that, you know, how dare they try to tax our tea and this is what got him into this mess? <laughs> no, we didn't get into that. He actually, he actually liked, likes America, and so he kind of was like, you know, this is okay. Uh, where he was staying now, you know, he was doing his duty and blah, 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 but, you know, he really didn't understand what was going on and didn't want to be part of it, and he liked Oh, so sort of like Obama. Oh, yeah. Keep it nice, Ron. <laughs> this is, you know, this is something. This is a ghost show. I know. Stop bringing politics into yeah. it. <laughs> we can only talk about politics if it's like 250 years ago. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then it's safe because you know the Whig party's gone, and we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah, Greg and uh, I discovered we have we have a interesting spirit that's staying at a hotel in Hannibal, Missouri. Which hotel is that? A, is that one of the chains, or is it? It, uh, it was just um, I think it was just the Best Western I stayed in there. The and, most haunted uh, of all the like, restaurants, the, uh, the chains. It's the really we're, we're really gonna... kind of an old old one. It's across the street from the Mark Twain Cafe or something like that, and. Uh, yeah, we kind of got interrupted a few times. <laughs> oh, hey, this is a, this is a, this is a family behold, show. And lo and behold, we're both going, okay, and I described who was there, and Greg actually knew, knew who the guy was. He, met, he had met him, and the guy had been killed by um, robbers at one time in there. Oh, nice. All right. So, so we're like, uh, um, yeah, I know he's there. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the problem with uh, being a psychic is is that you sometimes you don't get no rest at all. Yeah, we don't sleep well. <laughs> exactly, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we have another call, Leslie, so we're going to have to take the new call. We want to thank you so okay. much for calling us in and wish sure. us a happy birthday, especially Jeff. And okay. So Thanks, Leslie. Well, Thanks, Leslie. Me, you? <laughs> thank you very okay. much. All right. Bye, guys. All right, next caller. What do we have? I don't know. This looks like a one of those heavy breathers. This could be a heavy breather call. I'm not sure. Uh, hello, uh, caller, are you there? Hi. Yes, and who are we talking to? Nancy. Hi, mommy. Hi, Jeffrey. Oh, lap dancing and pole dancing. <laughs> I called to How? say congratulations, but I don't know. You never told me about that hunt. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you left you those what? little things you out, gotta huh? Read, you got to read Ron's book? I it's guess I do. So, well, very good. Well, so, Mom. Uh, Include photographs. You bought me my first uh, Ouija board. What? I know, Jeffrey, but that was not to start your paranormal adventure. That was to help you to learn how to spell. Uh, <laughs> Everything has it. a reason. <laughs> it was meant to be. It wasn't it? What an I, adventure. I, I know. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, uh, we grew up in, I did most of my growing up in Newtown, Connecticut, which is an old New England town. And that's really where I got interested in this because we'd have sleepovers at 250-year-old houses and uh, they were supposed to be haunted and would break out the Ouija board and would try to make contact. And 
I'd come home and my mom would say, uh, don't go to church. Use the Ouija board. Oh, I did not. <laughs> what? No? That's, not how I, that's how I remember it. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Congratulations, Tanya. You did a great job. Thanks, Mom. You should get to bed. You're old now. And oh, I'm not that old, honey. You need your rest. She's probably my age. I think we should have a talk, Nancy. Yeah, we should. Call me back. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, she's so nice. Ah, uh, mommy called. Isn't that nice? That Isn't is that nice. She's the one to change your diapers, you know. I know, I know. Uh, that, that's true. And I appreciate that, Mom. Thanks for changing my diapers. Thanks for calling in. You really uh, <laughs> made the show. <laughs> this is awkward. She did. <laughs> well, How embarrassing is that? Oh, I think it's awesome. Come on. That's man. awesome. What do you mean embarrassing? Can I get call in? I'll call, have my mom call in. Hey, you know what? You're just jealous, Ron. Yeah, you're jealous. Yes, like my, my mom's 97 years old. She can't even use a phone. That's right. You're my jealous. Mom, my mom's at 106. Oh. She's still sound <laughs> spry as ever. Oh. No, isn't that? Well, hey, listen. We're all a product of our upbringing. We're a product of who raised us, who raised us, where we went to school, and all that fun stuff. And, exactly. Uh, you know, mom and dad were were part of this whole journey. Well, you know, it's good. I mean, I wish my mom could have called in, but I feel a little down right now. Oh, uh, too bad. You know? <laughs> so anyways, we have another call, so why don't we uh, bring on the next victim? Right on. Hello, victim. Are you there? I had no trouble getting on, which means uh, not many people are calling up to wish, uh, to wish Ghost Village a happy 10th year anniversary. What's up with that? Hey. Uh, Christopher Balzano, it's great to have you with us, esteemed author, and also... I uh, we got rid of him. Didn't he go to freaking Florida? Hey, Christopher, how you doing? <laughs> excellent, excellent. How's everyone down there? Or up there, I should say. How are you, how you down there in that sunny uh, Florida? Good. My son just uh, was triumphant in his soft in his uh, little t-ball game, 0-0, zero, zero, so I thought I would celebrate by, uh, by wishing a big old happy birthday, happy anniversary to Ghost Village. Oh, very uh, well, cool. Christopher, thank you. Chris is also our news editor, so if you want to get our news feed, Chris is uh, a big part of it. He's been contributing Wait, for years. Oh, you go to ghostsvillage.com, look at our news section. Uh, not only are there, there uh, press releases published there, but also news headlines from all over, the, all over the world. Chris is a big part of that. So thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Jeff. You've been doing it for more than 10 years. We've been doing it online for 10 years, and uh, we're all still trying to run to catch up with the great work that you're doing. So. I appreciate well, uh, you even having Ghost Villages. I remember um, I was tutoring a student. This was years ago, probably six, seven years ago, before you and I were even uh, the close companions that we are. And I remember I asked him to do a report, and he had to. He chose to do it on Mercy Brown, and he went online to Ghost Village to do his research about Mercy Brown. And I remember saying, "Oh yeah, yeah I've heard of that guy, Jeff Belanger, Belanger, something like that." So huh. it's amazing that uh, it's gone from Isn't that a to, to being your BFF. So. You know, Ron, not cool, man. Seriously. <laughs> Wait a minute, just because I had a... Never mind. We won't get into that. <laughs> but actually, Chris went on an investigation with Maureen and, and, and myself, and ever since then, he's never been the same. No, that's true. Um, but we still love him. <laughs> Author of uh, many books now in his own right. My gosh, he will catch up, and I have no doubt. So, uh, Chris, thank you for calling in, man. Good to hear from you. Guys, have fun. It already seems like you are, and... Uh... And, Ron, take care of him uh, during his big birthday party, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I love you guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Love you. Thanks, Chris. Bye. All right. 
All right. So why don't we bring on the next victim, who, who is uh, Georgette. What's it, Georgette? Hello, you're yeah. there, Georgette. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Georgette. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy birthday to us, huh? I know. I, so, I, I, just, I just can't, I can't like, fathom it. It's been seven years, over seven years now since I've been on the board. Isn't that crazy? Georgette is one of the moderators in our message board. Oh, really? What's and your real what's your moderator name? Moonlight. I'm Friar's uh-huh. daughter on the board. What is it? It's Friar's daughter. Right. <laughs> I <laughs> see. That's the thing. I change names. <laughs> Here's the thing about uh, the message board community. All message boards in general. I've learned. I've had a whole sociological uh, study going on with this, parallel to the paranormal. Think about all the people that came together on the message board. What do we have now? Over 25,000 registered members? Some, you know, um, something like easy. Oh, I know. And so you've got people that can uh, you know, put on a, a persona, maybe take a different name in case they, they don't want to you know, step out into the spotlight with their real name, which is okay. Share their experiences. Get some feedback. And, uh, and really, the message boards, when, when we first started, was perfectly easy. Uh, to, to manage and run, but once you start getting hundreds and then thousands of members, you need a team. And anyone who's on the message boards knows that I'm hardly ever there anymore. And, and Georgette and the team of the moderators we have running it, um, really, I couldn't do it without them. They're the one that keeps the spam off, keeps the trolls out, and uh, keeps the discussion moving. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, Georgette, you're not doing that good of a job because Ron's still here, right? <laughs> hey, 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 what am I, chop liver? Not my board. <laughs> Well, Ron does the posting, of course, for uh, Ghost Chronicles on uh, on Ghost Village. So, yeah, no, fair enough. But no, you're not. You're never chopped liver, Maureen. Never. Oh, ever. I'm just teasing. You're you're like a you're like a, a fine fine aged, dry aged uh, T bone. I know. With all the steak out here, I'm beginning to feel like that. Well, very oh, good. good. So, Georgia, what do you what do you think's in store for the next ten years? Oh God. I don't knows. know. I think I we're still growing. So who knows what's going to happen? Nine hundred. I know. I know. Very exciting. Uh, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. And thank you for being a part of it. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Take care. Right. You did. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. We're we going to have to take a break, but we have one more caller. Why don't we bring this caller in, and then we'll take the break after the caller. How's that? Greg, you're there. Yes, sir. I am here. Happy birthday, gentlemen and ladies. Oh, thank you. Hey, thank you. I heard my better half on a little bit ago, and uh, I thought she was going to tell the other Hannibal ghost story. I'm very relieved. Uh, what happened? So you were you were busy, preoccupied, or otherwise, and a ghost entered the room. Well, there was a gentleman um, when I got there from where I, I met Leslie down there. I, we uh, she kept asking about this gentleman she kept seeing, and the history was he was uh, killed during a robbery down there not too long ago. So we kind of um, kept popping in and out of the room. I, apparently, we. He, Realized we could uh, notice him, and he was uh, just rather curious. Good hotel keeper, making right. sure we didn't trash the room for him. Hello. And we're still, yeah, we're listening with. Yeah. Oh, breath. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I lost you there for a second. Oh. Um, Waiting. No, 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 no problem. That was pretty much the extent of it. He, uh, he didn't have much to say. He was just uh, content to observe. And uh, we asked him to kindly move along. And uh, he certainly did. 
That wasn't Good the ghost deal. story I was thinking of. Huh? Well, good deal. Greg, thank you for sharing that story. We, I, <laughs> but listen, hey, folks, if you want to call us, it's toll-free 877-864-4869. How? Psychic? How'd you know I, yeah, I am. I'm reading it somewhere. But call in and talk to us. We have to take a quick break, and we'll come back with more callers, more stories. And more stuff. Thanks a lot, Greg. Supernatural Encounter from GhostVillage.com Hi, Jeff Belanger here with a ghost encounter that takes place in Coalinga, California on December 20th, 2002. The witness wanted her name withheld. I call this one slapped in the face. The witness writes, Behind my street is a street called Whiskey Row. It has been known to be haunted because in the 1930s it was home to saloons and prostitutes. Many people on my street have told me stories of things that happened in their houses because our street is so close to Whiskey Row. My aunt, who lives right across the street from us, told me a story of a time when she was the only one at home and she went to her bedroom for just a second. When she came out, all of the drawers and cabinets were open. We all laughed because none of us believed her. Later on that night, I had been a little shaken up from the story we had heard earlier, so I slept with my mom. In the middle of the night, I woke up to a sound. I looked to my side and saw a woman who looked to be about 18 years old, and she was wearing a very short dress. As I looked closer, I saw that she was looking through my mother's drawer. It looked as if she was looking for something because she was moving the clothes around. She turned around and gave me a cold look. All of a sudden, I got an icy cold chill in my spine. I looked into her face and I could see that her makeup was running and black mascara was all around her eyes. She had a handprint that was very clear on her right cheek. As she whipped around quickly, I could hear her long fingernails scraping the bottom of the drawer as she still searched for something that was missing. I finally fell asleep that night, still listening to that horrible sound. Me and my mother got up early the next morning and I told her what had happened during the night. I explained how I heard something like the sound of many people whispering all at once. But before I could think anything of it, my four-year-old brother started crying and calling to my mother, yelling, Mom, they're talking to me, over and over. When we got into his bedroom, his whole bed was shaking. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Live, and I do mean live. We are broadcasting live here at the... Concord Colonial Inn in Concord, Massachusetts. Uh, Maureen is in Texas somewhere, and uh, joining us is Jeff Belanger. We are celebrating the 10th anniversary of Ghost Village, the anniversary of Ghost Village, uh, Ghost Chronicles on Ghost Village, and the 100th episode of Ghost Chronicles, and Obama's 67th day in office. Uh, so here we are. Right. Anyways, the number here is 877-864-4869. That's 877-864-4869. Eight six four four eight six nine. Join us live in the TogiNet chat room or the Pararex. Well, I can't get into Pararex, but I'm sure you can go with it. 
Anyways. Isn't this cool? Listen, let me just make another observation. Ten years ago, when we started, there was you know maybe a handful of paranormal radio shows. Um, there were no networks online for paranormal you know content. And now you just rattled off like six different names where people can listen. They can listen, of course, from the ghostvillage.com homepage. Uh, they can, and they'll be able to listen to this podcast forever uh, through iTunes, through Ghost Village, and through all kinds of other places. How wild is that? That it's exploded. You know, ten years ago it was just so few, so little, and uh, and now it's just it's everywhere. What happened? I don't know. I'm typing. I don't know, yeah. Jeff. I want to ask you a question because we get this all the time, and I know what Ron and I have been answering. But um, w- you know, over the years there's been this upsurge in the paranormal. You know, it seems to be flourishing, just like you said, you know, all these different paranormal groups and radio shows and so forth. What do you attribute it to? Uh, I actually do have an answer for that. I think that started back in the 1860s. Um, Really, you had the birth of the spiritualist movement in 1848, and I'm not sure the spiritualist movement would have survived if not for the U.S. Civil War, where you had 10... Yeah, yeah, the beer has arrived. Awesome. Uh, if not for the tens of thousands of people who you drink on the euros out against FACC rules, I'm telling a story, Ron. Yeah, really. Would you stop interrupting? Like that FDA. What do you mean? Uh, attention disorder uh, thingy. Yeah. How about ADD? So you, you've you've got a trend that's really started back in the 1860s with the U.S. Civil War. Tens of thousands of people are dying. Uh, folks need answers. They reach out to mediums and psychics uh, and get those answers. And then things kind of calm down a bit. But then you've got World War One. World War II, where people turned to these psychics again. In the 1940s, you've got products like the Ouija board exploding and competitors of the Ouija board, dozens of them, uh, being sold all over the place. And it's just, it's growing. And then it calms down again. In the 1980s, we were all about UFOs. And then since September 11th, 2001, I think that's really been the fuel for the current fire, where people have got a world in turmoil. They need answers, and they're not necessarily getting them from church or synagogue or mosque. And so, uh, you know, they want to go out there and and, and seek these answers. I remember years ago being on a a ghost investigation. We were in the cemetery in the middle of the night, and I suddenly realized, I looked around at all these people with EMF meters and cameras flashing and EVP taking and all that other stuff, and I went, oh, my God, these people are at church. This is it. This is no different. They're here looking for that spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. Some people, the lucky, can get it at church because there's a whole support system there. Uh, but for some people, we have to go out and try to wrap our hands around this big enigmatic question in the dark at midnight under a full moon <laughs> in you October. Know, what's really cool is is that actually um, I went to uh, Daily Mass one time, and uh, when I went in there, there was a ton of cars in the park. And I said, oh, shoot, I came to another funeral again. Uh, but I went inside, and when I went inside the, the church, I had that same feeling as if I was in a haunted location. And what I found out was that they had the picture of the Blessed Mary from the Guadalupe. It's like been around the world 106,000 times. And it, there was so much energy from that. It was just like being in a, a, a spirited location. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. So is that uh, – are spiritual adventures like this, like church, like ghost hunting, like being in a haunted place, does that leave an impression? And can the impression get charged up by other people who are – Know, seeking the similar thing. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of the uh, the whole experience. And I don't know. I mean, it's... Um, I mean, it's, it's possible if you think about it, you know, all the energy that you're putting in. I mean, how often do you go on some investigations and the more people it seems to be, sometimes the stronger of, you know, information you get? Yeah, and, and maybe it's just, as Christian Day said, you know, 
ghosts hate boring Earth people. I he's believe in he's in Salem, if I'm not mistaken. But oh. uh, you know, if if someone's uh, if you're in the afterlife hanging out and some interesting people come along, a big crowd. I mean, come on, everyone likes a party, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We actually story to tell you, right, uh, Maureen? We were in um, Salem just a couple of weeks ago for a book signing at Life and Death Tours. And prior to that, we went over to Christian's shop, which is Hex. Right. And uh, he was stressed out, as usual. And uh, so Maureen and I did some Reiki on him. And as, as we did, we felt this, like, weird stuff. Right, Maureen? Yep. It was, just, it was odd. It was like a heavy energy almost. So we went to the, the place and started doing our book signing. And the EMF meter went off on the, on the table. And guess what? What? Sean was there. Huh. How's he doing? All right. You know, he seems to be doing pretty well. I think he was actually, the reason why I think was one thing, I was tired of feeling the energy around my heart and feeling, he, it was almost like the same energy we felt around Christian. So it's, it's my belief, too. There's like, you know, here's Christian. He's really stressed out. You know, and him and Sean was so close when he was alive, when Sean was alive, you know, it only makes sense that if you have an opportunity to come in and watch over someone, that why wouldn't you be there? Yeah. You know, I, I just remembered that. Didn't I get a dollar from you at Sean's funeral? <laughs> so I used, I used to tell this joke that, you know, it was a ripoff of Jeff Foxworthy's bit. You know, you might be a redneck. You might be a ghost hunter. You know, I said, if you ever brought an EMF meter to a, a friend's funeral, you might be a ghost hunter. And uh, we were at Sean's funeral down in uh, Massachusetts. And uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear, doot, And I look over, and uh, I indeed did owe Ron a buck, and I paid him. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, yeah, he actually uh, gave it uh, to uh, Christian yeah, anyway, right? We bring on his caller. It's uh, Rose Rose something or other. A Rosemary by any other name wouldn't smell as sweet. Rosemary, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Happy anniversary birthday. Thank you. This is Rosemary Ellen Guiley, author of uh, about six trillion books on the paranormal. <laughs> trillion books and still racking them up. <laughs> hey, hi, That's Rosemary. Right. Hi, how are you tonight? Good. Great. Uh, well, I'm uh, sitting here uh, enjoying the lovely night air in Boca Raton. I've been... Spending the day and evening with my friend Carly Rose Singer, who's a very talented direct voice medium. I'm going to have her say hi to you in a minute, too. But I'm on the road doing the college uh, Halloween uh, events, researching spirit communication, shadow people, you know, the usual bag of tricks. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. And uh, for those of you who are watching uh, my other show, 30-odd minutes, uh, the show that I've been doing, Rosemary was a guest uh, last month, which was great. It was awesome to have her. We had Rosemary on one of our shows. I can't remember which one because it's been over 100 episodes. Right. Uh, but uh, she's a very talented medium, psychic. Author. Author. Extraordinaire. Yeah. And, and a lovely she, lady. And, and it just kind of a, a Jane oh, of all yeah. trades. If you forgive <laughs> yeah, me. well, you know, doing the work. That's what we're all doing. And um, uh, listen, I'm... I'm going to let Carly Rose say hi, uh, because she's doing some fantastic work with the Frank's Boxes and direct voice mediumship, and I'd just like her to say hi to the audience, too. Thank you so much, Rosemary. But you know what we're going to do. Hi there. Hey, Carly, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? We're great. And so you're doing work with Frank's Box. Uh, Does Frank know? (laughs) (laughs) He might. He might not. (laughs) Uh 
I'll see him in a couple of weeks. No, but what are you doing with Frank? For those who don't know, Frank's box is a device that uh, if anyone's ever been in a car and has a radio and you hit scan, that's that's kind of the gist of Frank's box. You're you're constantly cycling through radio waves and, at a at a very short interval, and people are asking questions and sometimes getting direct answers out of the chaos that is all those random radio signals. So uh, so what are you doing with uh, with this, Carly? Well, it's a fairly uh, it's a fairly new thing for me, but what I can say is, um, you know, obviously it is experimental. But um, what I can say is, is that the results are extremely interesting and um, uh, very promising. And uh, you know, I'm just 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 at the beginning of getting stuck into it, you know. And uh, I'm you know will be putting out more information, obviously, as as time goes on, but. Uh, definitely getting some interesting results from it. Very cool. So, so are we talking about the Frank's box verifying what a psychic is telling us? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I guess, do, do, does the Frank's box line up with psychic impressions, I guess, is the question. I mean, yes, I'm, um, I'm a direct voice medium, but I, I don't use the mediumship when I'm working with it. Um, oh, I'm, I'm literally going by the, by the uh, what seems to be the words and sentences coming from the box. I'm not using the mediumship to get impressions from it. I can only tell you that, um, you know, I'm getting direct answers to questions that I'm asking. I'm getting the same voices over and over again, um, uh, full sentences throughout the course of of the session, um, and uh, some of the voices, um, um, you know, I, I I have recognized some of the voices from the mediumship work that I do, from uh, you know speaking with a particular spirit that I have spoken to in the past. Um, I recognize his voices. I have also um, had voices come through that uh, I have validated or basically I've had other people validate to me that this is the voice of the person. Um, you know, I don't really know how I can uh, explain it any better than that. Like I said, yeah. it is experimental. Yeah, we can't really say exactly it how it's working, but that's why we're doing what we're doing is we're trying to figure that out, you know. And isn't it interesting because uh, one of the things that started from the spiritualist movement, besides seances and, and psychic uh, meeting, mediums and stuff like that, yeah. uh, you, you've, you had all these products that came out, uh, Ouija boards, you had spirit trumpets, you had uh, spirit tablets, all of these, uh, spirit photography and, and then EVP later on, all yeah. of these means and methods where we could take something away from that psychic experience. Yeah. And I think... Frank's box might be the next uh, the next next step in that because of course you can record we the audio. Have a, of course, chat room about the Frank's box. All right, uh, will it work if you turn on a white noise generator and ask questions aloud with an EVP recorder running? Um, I, I haven't, you know, uh, I haven't used it with a generator. I will tell you that you know I, I do run it with the. Uh, with a digital recorder running, and you do sometimes get EVPs overlapping. When I say EVPs, you know, the regular EVPs that you might get without using the Frank's box, overlapping, um, you know, the EVPs that are coming through the Frank's box. Also, um, you know, I do find that if I turn on my recorder, even a couple of minutes before I use use the box, um, 
I'll often get EVPs and the same voices will come through two minutes later that when I turn on the box. So to me, that's interesting also because, you know, that's saying to me that, you know, they're not actually speaking through a box, you know. I, I mean, they could very well just be around. Um, you know, the intention is there that we're about to turn on the box and they gather around for it, you know, when you're about to do that. Um, right. You know, it's very interesting anyways. And I do, I did just put out a short video, uh, and, and I mean a very short video on, on YouTube. And actually you can find it on my website if you wanted to. Not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to plug myself. I'm just saying if you're interested. <laughs> it's about <laughs> um, us tonight. All right, Carly, it's about I, us. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. As I say, I was just saying, if, if, if you did um, want to, to listen to some of the stuff that I got, I did put the, a short video out um, where you can hear some of the direct responses. And um, I think it's very interesting also because they're not only, uh, it seems like they're not only trying to communicate with the person that is using the box on our end, but they're also communicating to each other. And... Um, you know, I wanted to, to put that out there also to give people the understanding because I feel like people have, some people, not all people, um, look at spirits as sort of being like an empty shell. And uh, <laughs> I wanted to sort of put the human factor back into that and let people right. know, you know, they do have emotions and they do sort of banter and, and bicker. And, uh, you know, if you want to check that out, you're more than welcome to do so and give awesome. you a better well, idea of what I'm doing with it. Awesome. Well, Carly, thank you so much for calling in. Thanks for checking in. I think we have another caller. We're going to try to get to that. Okay, Carly well, listen, Rosemary. happy anniversary. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Great thank you very much. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. All right, let's see. Oh, I think we might have lost the caller. Yeah, all right. Well, yes? I can hear you because I'm two feet away from you. Okay. <laughs> You can't hear Ron. Okay. Uh, well, that's okay because I'll, I'll jump in when we can't hear Ron. Uh, we are in the haunted, did we mention haunted, uh, Colonial Inn in Concord, Massachusetts, just a scant uh, few hundred yards from the where the first shots were fired in the Revolutionary War, where the wounded were bought. And that's, uh, that's kind of a cool thing. And uh, this place is supposed to be haunted too. And that's what we do. Isn't that funny? You know, this is what we do with our spare time. We go looking for the haunts. We, we spend our free time there and try to uh, see what we can stir up, whether we can get that evidence with cameras or with audio recorders. Or For me, I think the most profound evidence is actually our, our five senses, um, human experiences, when someone has an encounter that they can't explain. I think that's... I'm going to explore one of my senses now with this cool light. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you had a sponsor? Like, you know, a beer sponsor, you know, and you could just... We have actually someone here who's been a good follower of Ghost Chronicles. And I would love to get her on the line. So without further ado, oh, wait a minute, we have a call. Too bad. Oh, man, what a tough break. Uh, uh, any minute now. Oh, oh call are you there. Hello? Jim. Is this Ron? Yes, it is. That's Mark Nesbitt. Hey, Mark. Ah, Mark Nesbitt. Good. Hey, man. What is I'm, I'm calling to Mark. congratulate you and Jeff. On your uh, 10th and 100th uh, anniversaries there. Isn't that amazing? Mark, thank you so much for calling in. Ghosts of Gettysburg, Mr. Ghosts of Gettysburg, and uh, so much more that he's been doing for the field. Uh, we really appreciate the call. It's great is, to... Uh, is, I mean, I know. God, no problem, guys. It's good to talk to you. Stay, 
he would see it. it. You know what? You know what's funny? Mark was actually at the battle. I don't think a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? <laughs> it was unbelievable. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but in the meantime, cool. uh, today, I, you're not going to believe this, but today, before I found out you guys were going to be uh, broadcasting, um, I was actually reading your book. Whose? Yeah, Jeff. Yours. Oh, well, oh. Yeah. I thought he was reading Ghost Chronicles. Blah, blah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody here is an author. The cool. one well, on communicating with those. Great, yeah. <laughs> but, no, Bach, really, uh, which, which book were you reading of, Jeff's? The, the communicating with ghosts. Yeah. Communicating with the dead. Yes. Oh well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah that, you know, it's I don't. I still don't think that was a great title for the book, but um, but the whole idea was to look historically at the various methods that people have used for spirit communication, and because um, I think a lot of us don't, a lot of not us, but I mean, paranormal investigators don't know why they do certain things. You know, <laughs> where it even where it even started. I agree. So I agree, and and it's and it's good. It was it's a great history. I mean, you know, it, it, you go all the way back and and bring it all up to date. And I would, you know, obviously I'd recommend it to anybody um, who uh, is interested in the field. But uh, but I really, you know, I, I I I read part of it before, and then I'm working on the rest of it. Uh, I, I just picked it up today, and so well, it's thanks. really uh, it's really enjoyable. So, uh, uh, Mark, you know, it's been out for like five years, right? <laughs> That's all right. It, no, it hasn't been out that long because he talks about visiting Gettysburg in like 2004 or 2005, right, Jeff? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so... 2009, Mark, do the math. <laughs> 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 Anyways, Mark, Mark is actually doing something pretty cool. Uh, he's doing a virtual summit, which is really, really cool. You want to tell me a little bit about that, Mark? Yeah, actually, it's really... In fact, one of the, one of the reasons I'm calling is try and get Jeff's email and because oh, yeah. I want to try and get Jeff to I know it's the busiest time for all of us but I want to try and get Jeff as one of our presenters um, on November 13th through the 15th we're going to have a virtual conference in other words people can attend this sitting in their own homes uh, in their pajamas oh. they can uh, look us up on the internet and sign up for this and um, we will we'll have we're going to have some of the the, the field's greatest uh, giving presentation, 45-minute presentation. Um, Rosemary Ellen Guiley is going to be there. Uh, John Zaffis will be uh, presenting. Uh, uh, Ron Kolick, yes. Carol just Ron came around the cor corner and said Ron's going to be presenting. And Maureen. And uh, so we're going to have about 15 to 20 of the some of the best in the field and um, the best part about this is that, obviously, there's going to be like 20-some hours of presentation. And, um, but you'll be able to, if you sign up for this, you'll be able to tap into them for the next month. So, in That's other words, great. if you don't have the time over that weekend, you can, you know, still gain the knowledge that, that they have. So, okay. it's really an exciting thing. Hold one second, please. I'm sorry? Can you hold one second, please? Okay, we are now going to lose Pararex, so those who are on Pararex will still want to follow us. We are on TojiNet. That's www.toginet.com. Uh, dot what? Whatever. Dot net. Dot net. Dot net. Dot com. to me. So anyways, if you want to continue the show, you can switch over to TojiNet. And thanks for listening, guys, at Pararex. 
So anyways, we are here with the 100th anniversary, the 10th anniversary of, uh, 100th anniversary, 100th show, 10th anniversary of Ghost Village, and whatever, and then more on. And uh, we are broadcasting live from the Conquer Colonial Land with Jeff Belanger, Maureen's in Texas, and our very special guest on the line right now is Mark Nesbeth from Ghost of Gettysburg. And, and continue. Over. Roger. Breaker. <laughs> Mark, you still with us? Yes, I am. All right, very good. Well, we're back. Um, yeah, no, it's. I've heard about what you're doing. It sounds awesome. I think it's. Uh, it's a. It's a great use of technology and uh, a great way to reach people who you know might not be able to afford the flight and the travel to some of these great conferences and uh, but still want to hear this this good content. Well, yeah, that's and that's the whole point, you know. In this economy, you know, Jeff, it's, it's a little tough. I mean, people can maybe afford one, maybe two conferences a year. This will give them an opportunity to afford another one, you know, when you don't sure. have to, you know, you know, pay for a hotel or food or whatever. I know in Gettysburg it's a little expensive, you know, when you start to buy souvenirs and, and, and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, we're excited about it, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And, uh, and hopefully, if you, I'll tell you what, if you email me tomorrow, buddy, I'll send yeah. you the information, okay, and we can, maybe sure. we can uh, work something out. Yeah. If, some, if someone wants to sign up for this, where, where, where can they do that, and where can they get more information on this? It's called Supernatural Summit, and our website is www.supernaturalsummit.com. Awesome. So okay, that's, now, if anybody wants to go to Gettysburg, they have got to look up Mark Nesmith and goes to Gettysburg. They are the best around, and I'm not just saying that, because they are. And... Uh, you know, I, I can't say enough about you, Mark. You've written, I don't know how many books on Gettysburg. You are the Mr. Gettysburg, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you had a fun time the last time we, you know, you came in. We hooked you up with the uh, Little Round Top Farm there. Oh, excellent. That was, a, that was an interesting uh, experience, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was really fantastic. Um, yeah. And I have to say, just one thing, I, I'm sure everyone will get into a little bit more of, of the house itself, but... Um, I just want to say I'm still alive and breathing, Mark. <laughs> Maureen, that's good to hear because I was worried. I thought we killed you one time there. <laughs> um, for our listeners who may not know, um, when last time we were out in Gettysburg, uh, just one gentleman during one of the events uh, decided to come up to me and, and tell me that he had this vision of me pretty much dying, um, and it would happen within the week. So. I'm glad yeah, you're still around. And I'm still here. So thank you. you. You know what's great. funny, though? Um, Ron and Maureen and I were actually together during that week. Like, yes. you had only been, it was only a couple days after Gettysburg, and, and we were going to Anwan Rock with Richard Felix from Most Haunted. Oh, yeah. Which is, you can hear it on, on uh, back, back issues of uh, Ghost Chronicles on Ghost Village. And so we were talking about that, and <laughs> Ron and I, being the sensitive, caring, Men that we are, just we're, we were already dividing up your stuff. We were like, okay, well, I know they're I about get, ready to make bets, Mark. They were making bets on, you know, like when a baby's born and they figure, you know, how close to the event, you know, to do you make money when the baby's born? And they're like, okay, um, when do you think she'll kick off? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I had played my schedule for the funeral, so I, mean, uh, I was, I was prepared. That is wrong yeah. in so many ways. I know. Oh, Maureen, well, but, but we're what they call uh, insensitive. Psychic yeah. Way, I guess. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I, I was up. He's already uh, trying out new psychics. In fact, Leslie applied for the job. There you go. Yeah. Well, I also want to, while I'm on here, 
which won't be too much longer. I also want to invite Jeff back to Gettysburg sometime. We need to get together out there and, and you know, with, with the uh, – and, and, and Ron and Maureen can tell you, we have a couple other venues there that are exclusive um, to us. You know, we have the Railroad Engine House. Oh, yeah. We have the Lady Farm, and we have our house, which also has right. some its share of uh, spirits in there. And uh, the neat part about it, Jeff, is that it's kind of like uh, a laboratory in that yeah, right. we can, you know, we can lock them down basically, and and you're welcome to stay at our place, stay overnight if you want, do all your experiments, do whatever you want. And uh, so I want to invite you specifically to uh, come on out there because um, uh, uh, it, it, I know it's been a while for you since you've been to yeah. Gettysburg. Yeah, no, it has. Well, Mark, let me ask this: If I stay over, could I go through your medicine cabinet? Absolutely. <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, I mean, you had to assume anyway. I mean, I <laughs> said you were going to anyhow, right? right? Of course, right. Well, at least I ask. That's anyway, right. we have another caller, Mark, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to you, my friend. Okay. Well, congratulations, thanks, guys, on your anniversary. Thank oh, you thanks, so much, Mark. And we will talk to you soon. All right. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye now. All right, let's bring on the uh, next guest, and I believe this is Tim. Tim, you there? I am here, yes. Tim Weisberg, Spooky spooky South Coast. My man, how are you? Good, how are you guys? I never did I. Did you really? Did I? I Hello? Tim. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm here too, huh? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Tim, thanks for calling in, buddy. How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing good. I just wanted to call in and say happy anniversary and, you know, 10 years and 100 episodes. It's pretty impressive stuff. Ah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Tim's the host of, uh, one of the hosts so, of Spooky, Spooky South Coast. Yeah. And, uh, great show, by the way. It is a great show. I know. We've, we've both been on. Um, yeah. I've been known to drop in with those guys and, uh, and hang out with them. And it's, um, yeah. it's just, Tim, what do you think? Is I know you guys have been doing a, a real terrestrial show for years you know, ten years ago, as we were saying earlier, there was there was only a handful of paranormal shows, and man, what now? How do you how do you keep setting yourself apart? Well, I, I think the main thing you can do now is is as the uh, paranormal media has become so prevalent, all these different TV shows and everything. I think it's time for us to, to all start getting back into you know the the unglamorous side of paranormal investigation in the paranormal world and. Instead of worrying about interviewing Jason and Grant and all, you know, all the guys from the different TV shows, Oops. we need to really look at some of the other people uh, that are working in the field. And I know that's something that Ghost Chronicles has been doing all along. So. No, you're, you're totally right, Tim. And I think, um, you know, gosh, I talked to some people who, uh, I'm sure you've talked to some of the same folks. Too. People get upset. How come I don't have my own TV show? How come I don't have this? I don't have that. Yeah. And, and you forget. Remember when you first got into the paranormal you were never thinking about a radio show or a TV show or being interviewed. You were thinking like, wow, I just have questions and I want to go explore this stuff. When I'm at conferences and I'm talking to other investigators, I'm really not impressed with who's quoted you or what newspaper you've been in or what radio show you went on. I am impressed with the work you're doing. When people say like, wow, we tried this on an investigation or we're checking this place out, we're going back for the fifth time, that kind of stuff actually excites me. And I think that, you know, got to remember why we got into this in the first place so good point here here harumph well we're reaching the point now where uh when when uh you try to contact say an investigator to come on our show um to comment on something that might be going on what you're hearing is you're no longer hearing uh back in emails people saying i'm sorry we're on an investigation tonight you're hearing i'm sorry we're already booked for two other radio interviews (laughs) right right yeah you're totally right man well hey tim thanks so much for calling in dude i appreciate it that was it 
He's like one of our bros, and you're he is our he is our bro. And, and the last thing he probably wants to do is be on a radio show. He's got his own to worry about. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to talk whenever you guys need me. But I, I did uh, I did receive a, a screener copy of Paranormal Activity, so that's my plan for tonight. Oh, nice. Tell us how it ends. Well, uh, from what I understand, I have the two-year-old version that's been significantly changed before it hit theaters. So. <laughs> Uh, Good deal. So, wait a minute, Tim. Uh, have you uh, purchased your copy of uh, Ghost Chronicles? Uh, no, because I'm still waiting to receive my copy in the mail for the uh, for me to read in advance of our having you on the show to discuss the book. You know, that's how it works. So, I mean, certainly. Uh, <laughs> that's why I got into this, Ron, just for the free book. Uh, uh, that's why. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Of course. We, we actually have a phone call from France, so we're going to kick your ass off now. No problem, Tim, man. Stay, stay Tim, thanks for calling it. Thanks a lot, and God bless. Many more years, guys. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Wow, that's pretty cool, huh? So hey. Anyways, let's bring on the next one, which is all the way from Polyvoo, France, and that would be Kalora. How are you? Hi. Actually, I'm calling from Seattle. I'm actually in your country for a, a, a two weeks. Well, bonjour. Comment ça va? All right. I'd probably still be sleeping or working or something. Wow, nice. this is amazing. Is is Maureen on too? Yes, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. Wow, I've listened to you guys for two, three years now. Oh I've my been god. Totally addicted to your show, as you guys know. Or at least Ron does. I pepper him with emails. Wow, you're a patient woman. Am I? You are. Well, you're more patient than I am. <laughs> I often hear that. I don't know why though. She actually purchased a copy of Ghost. I did. I purchased one. I was on pre order for months. I sent her mine. You did? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm thanks. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, well, I, well it was thanks okay, so to the portal to the paranormal, i.e. ghostvillage.com, that I even Yay. heard of Ron and Maureen. See? So it, it's, it's, uh, it's thanks to that, that cool forum where anybody can come and hang out, and there are no clicks. Everybody's really friendly and keep, kept under control, so there's no no flaming and... And uh, no egos. It's a really great place to hang out. Right. And well, I've been talking you. you up. I was in half-price books, browsing, and some guy was talking about in Washington State how he can't find any groups. I said, go on ghostvillage.com and hang out. That's there right. are Washingtonians and, you know, there. And, you know, it's, it's amazing you say that because I actually know someone who did a, a little bit of research up in the Seattle-Tacoma area of Washington oh. State mm-hmm. and found that there were over 60, 60 Paranormal groups in Seattle, Tacoma. Huh? Really? Yeah, that many. It's I know a couple of them at least. I've been out to that region, and uh, there are a lot. There's no shortage. So there's um, no conference, you know, though. That's what's lacking. Yeah, like, well, conference conferences are a tough animal, as uh, as we're learning all around the all around the country. You, yeah. you know what's really funny? You talk about conferences. I, I got a uh, email from Amy Bruni, mm-hmm. and was saying I guess she does conferences as well. But she's saying that a lot of people do their own conferences and think it's really easy, but it isn't. No, no, no there's a lot of work involved. There's yeah. lots of work. You have to reserve venues. You've got security. You've got tickets. You've got parking, concessions, if anything's being sold there, who's showing up, who's not showing up. I haven't organized one, but I've organized other events before. It, it, it's a lot of work, and if you're lucky, you've got a lot of motivated people who are there because they enjoy it. Then it's fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
Well, very good. Carlotta, thanks so much for calling uh, uh, in and uh, saying hi. I also hi. read the, the hey, Ghost Village book, the Ghost and Rocks. I just want to we say I really it. enjoyed it. I'm right, one fan next to Liz. I, I, want, yeah. I want more because it's a good way to learn how to do ghost hunting. Well, we're on it. We're all on right. it all the time. And I'm waiting Thank for the, the Bermuda Triangle book for kids. Oh, thanks. It'll be out in February. All right, February. And I'm waiting for Ron and Maureen to come to London so we're, I can go across the pond and, and hang out. Actually, it's on our schedule. So is it? When? It Any hints? It, it is. I would like to go with you. In, in, in what month? 2010. 2010. Yeah, but any time specifically? Because I'm going to no. try and trot over there hey, to Ralph, hang out with you guys, and I don't want us to be missing each other. I, I gave you a year. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, and? Okay. Anyways, we 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 have a couple more calls, Carlos. Okay. So we want to thank you so much. Yeah, and, and and thanks to you guys. I really like listening to y'all, and the thirty right. odd minutes. Hey, thanks so much. Yeah, thank that you great, so much. great promo intro. Anyway, so nice, a lot. so nice to talk to you. Bye bye. Bye, bye, Carla. Thank you. All right, let's bring on this next one now. Our next guest. You heard of Mary Magdalene, right? <laughs> I have. I, and, and you know the story about her, right? I do. She was a prostitute that was reformed. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's bring on our next woman. Uh, I believe that she has seen the light and she now lives with you. Megan, is that you? Yes. Wait, wait. What's this, <laughs> this prostitute who's seen the light analogy? So, <laughs> was that a bad analogy? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude. Well, I just thought I wanted to say, you know, happy birthday to Ghost Village as the you know, original Ghost Village widow. Wow. <laughs> That's, this is my wife, Megan, who... Uh, That's what I was getting at. You know, the Holy Grail, all that stuff. I, all <laughs> so, right. I, it went over my head. I'm sorry. I think you're trying to say that you're a patient head. woman. You know, That's I'm why. Okay. It's a repo for yeah. you guys. No, it's, it's, it's funny when no one gets it wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah you have <laughs> to kind of really read between the lines. Seriously. <laughs> so, uh, no, so 10 years ago, Megan, we were living in uh, West Haven, Connecticut, and... Uh, you may recall, I'd be upstairs late working on the website, building it, and getting scared. Yes. <laughs> yeah, back then. We you, had your little hit counter. you had your little hit counter at the bottom, right? And you said, look, look, somebody else looked at the website today. Oh, my God. Yeah, we remember the days of hit counters on websites? We had oh, one. Yeah, we'd be like, yeah you'd, you'd get there at the end of the day and be like, wow, 16. It's amazing. You know? And now? Probably, and now how many? Oh, gosh, I think we're, we're averaging in October probably... 250 to 300,000 hits a day. Oh, my God. Oh, sure, yeah. That's amazing. Congratulations. So Megan, Megan, 10 years ago, did you think it would become my job? <laughs> Honestly, nothing surprises me, honey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you know, Megan, I really want to give you kudos because um, nobody knows what it's like to be the wife of a person like Jeff and myself who devote their life to goofing off. You know what I mean? Sure, but it's something that you know that you and Jeff are passionate about, and you gotta admire that, even if it's a kooky subject. You know, <laughs> you put your heart into it, so it's cool stuff. I'm, I mean, I'm proud. But the first time he told you, he says, you know, uh, you you know, I'm gonna do a ghost sighting. I mean, what'd you think? He's been in the Sam Adams again. Well, Jeff, as you know, he likes to have his hand in many different projects, and I thought, sure, you know, try it out, see what happens, see if it sticks, but. You know, it was just one thing that he never got tired of and just got more and more excited about. So, uh, you know, more power to him. Well, thank you, honey. Thank you for being the Ghost Village widow. 
for You're all welcome. these years and putting up with uh, with me and an insane life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I will be forever in your debt. I'll right. never be able to pay it back. Darn right. <laughs> I mean, I've met Megan, and she's really grounded. I mean, she's not flighty like you, so I mean. No, I know. It's it's like the yin to my yang. Thank you. I don't even want to go. Right. <laughs> right, don't, don't yeah, go don't run. Leave it. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Well, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Now, uh, uh, my mom, my wife, I mean, who else? Yeah, you're co- uh, doing good. Why don't we find, just click on the next button? Hey, I got to tell you, Ron, you, you're breaking up a bit, too, so. Ursula, you there? I'm here. Ursula. Hey, baby. It's Ursula Bielski from Chicago. <laughs> I can't believe you're still doing this. Aren't you going to get <laughs> a job soon? I really should get a job soon. You're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, sweetie. No, you're totally right. Happy Ur- anniversary. Ur- happy birthday. It's amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. For those who don't know, Ursula's uh, the author of, gosh, five books now? Didn't you just have your just had five? my sixth one come out. Yes, sir. And she has the haunted Chicago tours, right? And the Chicago ghost tours. And just a few weeks ago, I was in Chicago for her Chicago ghost conference, which was amazing. Actually, you didn't get an invite. Would you invite you? Uh, no. That's, that's my that's my point. And so here's the thing. <laughs> this was the this was the amazing thing at the conference. No one would have seen this coming. Resurrection Mary actually showed up at the conference during true. during my talk. Wait, Look, wait, wait, wait. Is this true? It is true. Absolutely Ursula, true, isn't it? I I actually have on my Chicago Ghost uh, Conference T-shirt right now. Aw, that's awesome. Um, that's cool. See? Ursula, let me ask you this. There's another story about a hitchhiker. Uh, what was her name? Violet or something? You ever hear that one? In Chicago? No, not Chicago. But it's the same story as, as Resurrection Mary, where they, they pick up this girl, and they, they go to a dance, and they dance with her, and they drop her off at the cemetery. Oh, yeah. There's there's so many similar stories all over the world. Um I don't know a violet, but there's there's the uh, ghost of Bluebell Hill in Kent in England. That's a um, that's a real famous one. It's almost exactly the same as the Resurrection Mary story. We have a lot of other vanishing hitchhiker stories even here in Chicago uh, as oh, well. Sure. But yeah, famous story all over the world. But no one beats our Resurrection Mary for my money. So wait, 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 wait. No, no. She beats the redheaded hitchhiker, no doubt. Yeah, but we actually saw the <laughs> redheaded hitchhiker. Well, she's dropping blonde. And- <laughs> it's, it's true. We were going to look for the redheaded hitchhiker of Route 44, and we actually did see a hitchhiker. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so there you go. We're, we're pretty sure she was real. Let me tell one quick Ursula story. The, oh, absolutely. The first, first time I went to Chicago, she took me down to Resurrection Cemetery in Justice on the southern side of Chicago. And there's a place called Chet's Melody Lounge right across the street where a lot of people walk in after they believe they've had an encounter with Resurrection Mary, you know, everything from they think they hit the car or whatever. And we were there at, like, what, Ursula, something like 1130 in the morning on a Wednesday or something. Right. And, and uh, the door opens, and there's a couple of the hardcore sitting there cursing the light <laughs> as it pours <laughs> in. <laughs> and, and their special is Bloody Mary's. And they said, well, you know, do you want a Bloody Mary? It's our specialty. And it was the worst Bloody Mary I've ever had in my entire life. And... <laughs> He said, let me show you the secret ingredient. It's salsa. They put huh? salsa. <laughs> it's really, really terrible. But you have to go to Chet's Melody Lounge and you have to down <laughs> one of these things if you're in there. 
uh, looking <laughs> Absolutely. for Absolutely. <laughs> you, you can't let that pass by. That, that's actually an old Polish recipe. Yes. You know that? I, I, it was good time. Isn't that true? Is that that's actually an old Polish recipe? Uh, how should I know? Polish, aren't you? I'm Don't Irish. Do you know all about that? She is Irish. I've seen her drink. Irish post is all the same, isn't it? It is. It's all not here. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's uh I don't think any ethnic group would want to lay claim to a Bloody Mary with salsa in it. Uh, so <laughs> no doubt. Ursula, you're the best. Thank you so much. Are you doing another conference next year? Absolutely, no doubt about it. Awesome. Well, that was a great time, a great event, man. Oh, we'll it was so wonderful to have you, Jeff. You're you're the best. Thanks for everything you did for us. Always. I thanks for everything yeah. you do. You're you're amazing. You're wonderful. Great great person. Uh, just just so great at everything that you do, and we're you're a blessing to all of us. Go on. Going ill here. This is great. Well, thank Ursula, you're the best. I love you, sweetheart. Have a great night. Happy anniversary. Thanks. You too. Take care. Well, that was kind of cool. See? We're having all kinds of great people calling in. Uh, sure. You can. Mom. Mom. <laughs> Where's your daughter? We forgot her. If she, if she wasn't in bed, I'd get that two-and-a-half-year-old up and say, call daddy. So why don't we bring on our next guest? Uh, and this is another author, believe it or not. How many authors do we know? I don't think we know anyone who's not an author. There you go. Anyways, uh, she is the author of the Ghost Hunters series, and it is Molly Gibson. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, hey Molly. Molly. How are you? Happy anniversary and happy 100th show. Oh, thanks so much. Sounds like you party. guys are having a yeah. party on the air. <laughs> well, we've had, uh, we are having a party, and, and it's, it's great to be uh, having so many people call in and say such great things. What are you up to now? Where you, you've just I had think, a... I think Marie's trans-channeling. I can't hear her. You can't oh. hear me, Ron? We can hear you. No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm God, here. she's fine. <laughs> so I have an opening for a new co-host. So if anybody would like to apply, they can. Uh, they can have it. Molly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to deal with Ron, though. Oh, That's Maureen the only is thing. Irreplaceable. Maureen is irreplaceable. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> well, thanks, no, Molly. Actually, hey, I want to mention something for you. Don't you have a, uh, a chat tonight? I do have a chat tonight at 9 p.m., on the uh, the Knight Agency website, it's it's net and just click on chat. Uh, I'm going to be chatting about my new book, The Other Side, A Team's Guide to Ghost Hunting in the Paranormal, and that was co-written with uh, Patrick Barnes and Dave Schrader. So if anybody has nothing else to do after your chat tonight, hop on over to uh, the, the Knight Agency chat. Oh, I have to say something, too, is I, I haven't had a chance to email you, Molly, but Molly had uh, joined us when we went to Spectral Evidence um, for our listeners last weekend, um, and you stated when you sent me an email and said that you had some scratches on your back. Did you see the picture that I sent? No. I didn't oh, get I it. Had picture. I think, Ron, did you see the picture? I absolutely did. If, if you listen to your phone message, you, you see I commented on it. I thought that you said you saw it, but yeah, I have... Um, I have some very interesting scratches on my back that were not put there 
<laughs> by anyone that I know or by Damn. myself. <laughs> and Patrick's not here to defend himself, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> He um he got he got a very similar scratch when we were on the Queen Mary back a couple of months ago, except his went horizontal and mine go vertical. So um he he's telling me not to worry about it and that it's nothing paranormal. But hey, I I am a klutz and I usually do run into things and bump into things. But I had on a t-shirt and a very thick sweatshirt and I have no idea how I got three scratch marks. On me like this. Hmm. Well, this is the point where I'd like to apologize. <laughs> I was on the Queen Mary. Did you scratch, uh, Patrick? I, I might have. I, uh, you, you know, I get a little carried away. I get a few drinks. I know. In me and, <laughs> when you two, when you two get together, you know, it's know. rough housing yeah. and. Yeah, but yeah. Well, so that was. Uh, for it. <laughs> so that was interesting. I may have yeah. to put that in one of my ghost hunters books. You know. Oh, I think so. You're going to scare him all, though. Landry, certainly a character. He would fit right into your book. He could be the <laughs> dorky kid next door. I, I could be like the janitor. Or the, uh, you could be the janitor. <laughs> the guy that cleans up after the party. I'm fine with that. I'm totally okay. Hey, I, I'm happy to stick you in there, Jeff. <laughs> awesome. I put, I put everybody in the book. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I didn't make it. Excuse me. Yeah, you made it in the thank yous in all three books. Thank you. I thought Thank the main you. character was based on Ron. I want Dan The demonic Ron one? <laughs> no, uh, the main character is based on um, a combination of Maureen's childhood and two young girls that I met at Darkness Radio events who are going through their psychic awakening. Although I had come up with the characters before I met these people, but moving forward... Uh, seeing their awakening and what they're going through. Um, it's very similar to what I've been writing. So, And there's a character in the book. Her name is Laureen Woods. wonder where that name came from. And she is the mentor for the group, for the Teenage Ghost Hunters. And that is completely based on the lovely Maureen Wood. Wow. See that? We all keep it in the family, don't we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, uh, Molly, you want to thank you so much for calling in, and thank you so much for uh, going to uh, Spectral Evidence with that us. That was great. And don't it forget, go on and log now. in at Molly's chat tonight. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. So happy anniversary again, and great talking to the three of you. Hope awesome. to see you thank soon. You. Thanks, Molly. Right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that was cool. So we have another caller, so is this non-stop or what? Anyways, let's bring on the next caller and. Hello, Brandon, you there? Yes, hey, how are you doing? Brandon, I got a psychic prediction. Have you been drinking? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the last I'm thing on my way. I'm actually on my way home dies? now. Oh, you there? Yeah, I cut out of the bar early just to be on the show. <laughs> uh, see, Brandon Skeen is from uh, West Virginia Ghost Hunters and also runs Ghost Mart. Get out. That's, uh, have you not yeah, met uh, Brandon? You must. Been at West Virginia Ghost Hunters for quite a while now, and uh, Ghost Marks for forty years almost. <laughs> See that? And uh, there's there's no one you could have more fun with at a ghost conference than Brendan. Uh, Jeff's always a good time too. <laughs> well, <clears throat> Brendan, I don't know if you recall this or not, but uh, I was hoping you could uh, relay a story you told me. I think it was in Mount Washington, 
where you said you can prove that Sasquatch or Bigfoot has never been to West Virginia. You recall that story? No, I don't recall the story. Forgot Come all on. about it. How do you? Oh, I've been so, drinking. Something. <laughs> Uh, Brendan said to me is that I could tell you that Sasquatch has never been to West Virginia because we invented dynamite fishing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and if that some bitch was in uh, in town, we would have shot him by now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember the story now. <laughs> <laughs> so so we we can verify uh, indisputably that Bigfoot has never been in the state of West Virginia. True. Yeah. Well, I and I do know actually there are you know so nobody gets mad, but there are a few places where you know there's supposed to have been a few sightings of Bigfoot around here, but none I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what's really interesting is, is Brandon is is a, a big part of uh, Ghost Village. If you need ghost tons and equipment, you can actually go on Ghost Village because Ghost Village is like the hub of the universe. They not only have chat rooms and pictures and. All that other stuff you have, whatever you have on there, Jeff. Uh, you can also buy goat hunting equipment as well. And that's, uh, that's actually that's how I met Jeff too. Actually, yeah, that's right. Now it's been yeah, and we'll see uh, we'll see Brendan again in uh, in a couple of weeks out at um, Stanley Hotel in uh, Estes Park, Colorado. Really, yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to that trip. Yeah, and listen. Um, try not to bring a bunch of guns because we are going to be in Rocky Mountain National Park, and there's lots of things there to kill. Uh, so, no, I'll leave all the guns at home. All right, <laughs> it's too hard to man. fly with. <laughs> we'll just kill. We'll just kill ourselves at the bar. You know, it's funny when you're at the Stanley, which is you know this great haunted hotel. It's the inspiration for Stephen King's The Shining. He was there when he started to write it. They tell you, they warn you ahead of time. For us Flatlanders, having a drink at the bar is like having three because you're at about 7,500 feet or something above sea level. Yeah, and I thought that's they, my excuse for tonight. I thought they were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They well, actually, are not. Uh, no, they, they are not kidding. It, it is definitely true. I spend a lot of time in the mountains here, and they're not 7,500 feet, but you do feel it a little quicker. Yeah, definitely. So it'll be cool. We'll have a good time out there, and uh, thanks for calling yeah, me, man. I've been to the ghost hunt event, right? Yeah, I've been to the family, so I'm really looking forward to that, too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a TAPS event. Amy Bruni, uh, you mentioned earlier, she's one of the ones organizing that, and should be a great time. So good deal, man. Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you, and uh, happy birthday to Ghost Village. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Take care. Take care. Oh, that was cool. All right, folks, if you want to call us, there's still <laughs> a little time left to, to talk about how wonderful we are. It's 877-864-4869, toll-free here in the United States. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, I would like to bring, bring on someone uh, who has been a great fan of Ghost Chronicles. Ron, you're very tough to hear, I will tell you. I'm very tough to hear. Can't hear you. But he's uh, Ron is um, he's been drinking heavily. <laughs> now that makes sense. <laughs> uh, can you hear me now? Yep. All right. Anyways, I would like to bring on uh, a big fan of those chronicles. She's been with us from the beginning. She's always in the chat room, but she's not there tonight because she's with me now. Woohoo! Anyways, hey. I'd like to, without further ado, introduce. Leslie Madden. John Madden's daughter. No, it's that's not the right name at all. Hi, Leslie. Leslie how, how are you, Leslie? <laughs> and have you seen any ghosts since you've been here at the uh, uh, Colonial Inn? I have 
Can't hear Leslie. Uh, so, can you not hear her? Can't hear her. All right. Well, she was saying that the night she was here for the uh, the book signing, she actually did notice something else being in the room, which is uh, very interesting. In the room that we were in. Sounds good. We're going to take Lee as we work on the microphone issue here. Hello? Lee, Lee are you there? I am here, Ron. Uh, it's, it's actually Jeff. Oh, hey, Jeff. Looking. How you doing? I'm Jeff, great. No. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm just calling in to say congratulations on your 100th show. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. You. Very happy Where about that. Hey, Ron. Hey, Maureen. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm fabulous. How are you? Oh, just ducky. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> just ducky, eh? Just ducky. Um, so, yeah, and because Jeff is there and I've never had the chance to speak to Jeff, I wanted to thank Jeff because he was the one who actually led me to you and Ron. Aww. Oh, like how ma- sweet. I'm, yeah. I'm like, a par- I'm like a paranormal matchmaker. Are you, you are. You are. And, uh, you know, you just led me on my path, and, uh, you know, you guys sort of helped, made the contacts with me and everything like that. I just saw Elizabeth Foley last week, and I'm Reiki, too, and I'm looking at opening my own store. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank I'm you. so proud of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I just so I just wanted to call in and say, you know, congratulations, guys, and how much you guys actually mean to me, even though I've never met you. Aww, that's <laughs> so cool. We'll have to change that. Oh, yes. Can you hear me? I can barely yeah, hear you, Ron. Yeah, well, we'll keep working on that. But, Lee, thanks so much for the kind words. It's very sweet. Oh, oh, thanks, you're very Lee. welcome. All right, good luck. All take right. care and talk soon. Thanks. So good luck with everything. Right. Oh, thanks. Hello. Can you hear me now? Uh, yes, I can, Ron. Oh, don't go. I didn't even get the chance to talk to you. <laughs> How you doing, Ron? I don't know what to say now. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you are all the way Still hard to hear. Yeah, still very hard to hear. Yeah, all right. So uh, Ron's going to keep working on his microphone and. We'll keep. Well, I'll filibuster. I have no problem with that. Are you kidding? I used. To, I was a senator for years. You know what? I think I'm psychically doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I have the feeling he wants to call me Lay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder why. I don't know. He's got this. You know. I, you know. We won't even go there, Lee. Mm. I think I fought for that for a while, didn't I? Yes, you did. You did, and we failed miserably. But what can we do? <laughs> Nice. So, cheers, guys. Have a great night. Thanks. You okay, too. Take Thanks, care. Lee. Take yeah, care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, Ron is just uh, having been trouble here. You know, this is an imperfect science that we uh, we have. I really can't. Come on, guys. Tell me you can hear You know, the thing is, too, is uh, he was crackling up a little bit there, so maybe it's the wire itself on it. It could be. It could be. But that's okay. But that's you know, okay. This is we're, a- we're moving on. You know what's funny? This is this is kind of like par for the course if you think about it. Because when we when I started Ghost Village, when Ron started his radio show, when we started the podcast, everything is always on a wing and a prayer. Oh yeah, you know, We're doing the best we can with what we have to work with. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and then.
supernatural encounter from ghostvillage.com. Hi, Jeff Belanger with a frightening encounter sent in by Lawrence of Trenton, Ontario in Canada. This took place in August of 1992. I call this one the Summer Camp Cabin Monster. Lawrence writes, What happened to me and my fellow campers was pretty frightening. It happened late at night when all of the kids were in their cabins close to sleep. It could have been in the middle of the night, but all I remember was waking up to someone entering the cabin very quietly. Whatever it was that came in walked really weird. I didn't see it walking, but I heard the way it slid its feet across the floor, not a step at a time, but dragging each foot with some effort, like it had a limp or something. It closed in on our side of the cabin, and to this day I could still remember the way it breathed, very labored, cold, and gurgling. It walked into our room, and it stood there, breathing right by my bed. I was on the top bunk, so it was pretty much eye-level with me if I were to turn around, but I didn't dare. I was scared to death and hid under my covers. It just stood there, paced and breathed for about a half an hour, but it seemed like it was forever. When I awoke in the morning, I asked all of the counselors who had been in the cabin, and they were dumbfounded. They did not have a clue. I started asking my fellow campers if they had seen anything. They all told me they heard this guy breathing really weird, and they were really scared as well. One camper in particular had a glimpse of this thing. All they saw was a shadow, but its profile was very lean and hunched over. But what was really disturbing was that it paced back and forth at a manic speed, like if you were to record something and play it and fast-forward. It also reached out while it stumbled back and forth unnaturally fast. To this day, I still think about that night at camp. We're back. My back? Kind of. Okay, welcome to the 100th anniversary show of, no, 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 it's the 100th podcast, the 10th anniversary, I can't remember all this, besides my glasses, uh, of Ghost Village and Ghost Chronicles. And with me at, we're broadcasting live, by the way, at the Concord Colonial Inn in Concord, Massachusetts. And with me right across from the table is Jeff Belanger. Also here is Leslie Marden and also uh, St. Jan. And if anybody wants to call in, the number is 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869. And my co-host, is Maureen Wood, is in someplace in Texas. Austin, so, Texas. It, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so there's our story, and we're sticking to it. So it's been a kind of crazy night, hasn't it? Oh, sorry, you guys. Cut out a minute. I could hear you, but I don't think you could hear me. I Really? Oh, boy. Hello? You guys are back or what? Guess not. Okay. Well, it's just me and you now. All right. I'm on the air with you. All right. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> so do our I'm listeners. always doing good. You know me. Well, that's fantastic. Hey, where are you guys in Texas, Hello? by the way? We're in Tyler. Tyler, Texas. In Tyler. How far is that from Austin? Uh, four hours. Exactly. Four hours. Okay. I guess we'll be visiting you. So, hey, listeners, um, 
Yes, I am out in Texas, which is why I'm talking uh, to Eric about that. But anyway, um, we, I guess we did lose Ron and, and Jeff, and hopefully they'll be on shortly. Um, so let me ask yeah. you this, Eric. I can hear them. Hold on. Okay. Can you? I can, can hear, hear Jeff. Me? Jeff. I'm here. Can you hear us? Yeah. Well, this is just how it's going, isn't it? You're breaking up a little, but you're there. Man, oh man. <laughs> hey, you guys got some spiritual happenings going on over there? Yes, it's uh, messing with our equipment, clearly. Interesting. Right. I hope you're taking Hello? readings, too. Yeah, we're taking all kinds of readings. Um, I think we're insane now. It's too bad because, you know, the technology is really cool that we can do this remotely, but, of course, this is the downside. Sometimes things go wrong. Unplug the other side. How about now? You're better. Yep. Better? Yep. Actually, um, the piece that we did, Jeff, I'm not sure if you know, but in the book, uh, what Ron and I, when we had written the Conquered Inn, there's actually a section there that, you know, we were up in room 24 um, having a lot of technical difficulties. We actually um, ended up... I had blessed my laptop, which came up fine after, and Ron, unfortunately, had not blessed his laptop, and it was plugged into the wall, but yet the battery drained completely and just shut right off. Well, can you still hear me? Are we still on? Yeah. All right, well, what I'm going to do right now, I'm actually going to pour holy water all over Ron's laptop. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> and hold on one second, and let me just, well, it's holy beer. We don't have water. Holy, have beer. holy beer. Bless it. Just bless it, and you'll be fine. Okay. Hold on a minute. Let's see if this helps. I hear some sizzling and popping. Is that better? Hey, you actually are back. You sounded great. <laughs> See? I did. It's intent and holy beer. That's all it takes. That's oh all it takes. God. What kind of beer, by the way? It's uh, it's it's pretty much like it's water. Not <laughs> yeah. Holy Coors Light. Coors Light. Okay. Well, hey, see, light got the name light in it. How can you go wrong? Okay, now that they're saying we have a major echo, but anyways, turn down that. What is that? Whoa, whoa, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Can you do that again? <laughs> Are we any better now? Yep. Okay. All right. We have nothing now. You know what? I'm just going off this internal speaker in my laptop now. That seems to be the only thing working. Anyways, the number here is 877-864-4869. Or join us live in the TogiNet chat room. And I see we have another phone call, so why don't we bring this... Uh, well, wait a minute. we got to see who it is. could be one of those prank calls, you know, like... Yeah, we never... Yeah, telemarketers call these shows all the time. God, I hate that, you know, that. Anyways, why don't we bring in our... Yes. Hello. Call, are you there? Hello. Can you hear us? Hi. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? Is that Ron? This is Jeff. You're oh, on. hi, Jeff. How are you? Hi, this is hi. Robin Marie, the psychic. Hey, Robin Marie, the psychic. Hey, hey Robin. Oops. Hi, is that Maureen? It is. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Happy anniversary to everybody. Oh, thank you so much. You know, we haven't had a chance to get together in a while. How have you been doing? Yeah, but I'll see you Saturday night in Salem. Oh, very cool. Oh, I'm doing just fine. I'm at the Festival of the Dead every day this month. Ooh, so busy this month, huh? Just like everybody oh, else yes. in the paranormal? Absolutely. This is our time. But I just want to wish everybody the very best and continued success with all of your projects 
And I just love all of you guys that are involved from your group to the researchers to um, all of the investigators that you work with and certainly Maureen and Ron for the work that you do around New England and elsewhere. Oh, thank you so much. We love you too. Thank right. you. Thanks for and calling we'll see in. You. Thank you. And we'll see you Saturday night. See you Saturday at Spectral Evidence. Yes. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, Robin. Yeah, bye now. Isn't that great? You can feel the love. Yeah. Hey, hey. Speaking of the busy season in October, I picked up that uh, you know on I think it was on Facebook that you you went out, Jeff, and you made a comment. You said you know you're feeling the stress of um, October, and it must be similar to what a uh, accountant feels. In April, yes. In April, I that was very apropos, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because all year, right? We're we're of course interested in this subject all year round. But uh, in October, the, the media and everyone else wants to talk to folks like us, and we get the spotlight. And it's an opportunity. I mean, you you, you got to take it. Uh, we can further the discussion, make it a little bit less weird, or in Ron's case, a little more weird, <laughs> depending on the perspective. But uh, I said what I meant. Uh, but but at the same time, we, we do get the uh, the spotlight for just a few weeks. And it's it's an opportunity for us to talk about this stuff in, in the mainstream. And then come November 1st, we can all get back to work and now, do what we love doing. I have 30 radio show interviews to do in the next two weeks. Yes. So that's kind of like work. <laughs> you know, some people would say uh, breaking rocks is like work. but Exactly, Ron. It's my schedule. <laughs> yeah, well... Anyway, yeah, no, it's uh, you're right, but it's 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 a busy time for all of us, and that's great. And you know what? The only thing worse than being too busy is not having enough beer. Not having enough beer and uh, having nothing to do. So, <laughs> how nice is it that people want to talk to us? Anyways, we got a, we got a few minutes left. The first call in the number is eight seven seven eight six four four eight eight six nine. That's eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. Oh, join us live in the TojiNet chat room. So what do you think about that? I think that's a wonderful plug for everything that we're doing. So anyways, Jeff, you've got like two trillion books out, and your latest is? The la actually, I just had a, a copy of Encyclopedia of Haunted Places. just came out in a revised edition. You know what? We forgot to give away books. We forgot to give away books. Well, quick, do it now. Okay. So we have to what, have somebody call it? So the so first, 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 first calls, calls in, in and gets answers right. We'll get an autograph book. Uh, each of us. Each of us. Both of us. The one person. Yeah, that's, no. that's, no. that's let's make it worth no. it. All right. All right. Call in. Hey Jeff, hey, I think you should be the one talking because uh, Ron's really messing up the sound. All right. Call in at eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. We're giving away a copy of. Uh, of my latest book, Encyclopedia of Haunted Places, the revised edition, we're going to ask you a trivia question that's super easy. So all you got to do is call in and uh, answer the question, and it's all yours. So give us a call, 877-864-4869. First caller in. <laughs> yeah, well. And, and, uh, and Ron is getting ready with the questions. I, and they're really tough, so I mean, well, sort of tough. But but if you know what you're doing, they're not so tough. But but that's the kind of thing, you know. It's it's really um, one of the things Ron and I talked about. Well, how do we give the books away? I I I kind of like giving books away. I mean, I like. I thought, like if we had women, women. Uh, you know, never mind. 
I don't even know what he's talking about. Clearly, he usually does one hour, and the second hour is just pushing Ron to his very limits. Yep, can't hear him at all. Yeah. Oh, we have a caller. All right. Oh, this could be good. See what we get. No caller. Who's on the line? It's Lee. Hey, Lee. Lee, Yay, I had to call back in. Yay. All right. Now, you ready for your question? I am ready for my question. Okay. It's a multiple choice. Jeff, you need to ask it. Yeah, I can't uh, hear. Oh. Where is the microphone in this thing? Just talk. Oh, really? Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. I can. Oh, sweet. Hi, Jeff, Ron. Hey, Lee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Outstanding. And when you get your new store, am I coming up? Absolutely. Woohoo! There you go. Anyways, here's your question. Okay. What is a poltergeist? Remember, it's multiple choice. Okay. Poltergeist. Okay. Is it a person credited with special powers for communicating between the living and the dead? That's A. B, a mischievous spirit which manifests itself by throwing objects around noisily. C, a female spirit whose wailing foretells a death in the house. Or D, a spirit disguised as a chicken. Ooh. A poltergeist, eh? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking D, but I'm going to go with B. B, a mischievous spirit. Ooh, that is right. Woohoo! Hey, so congratulations, we... Lee. Thank you, thank you. Who said you only need to get away with one question? Should we oh. give it to her? Oh, you. Just... She wins. Come on. She wins. Oh, right. All right. Uh, off here, you want to give give your uh, name and address to the uh, person who runs the board. Oh, wait a minute. I run the board, and there's no one there. Yeah. Why don't um, we just send you an email with the information? Yeah, I can do that. Can, can you, you email me at anyghostproject.com? That's any, like New England, ghostproject at comcast.net. So anyghostproject at comcast.net. And we want to thank you so much because you are a winner in the eyes of the Lord. Aw, yeah. thank you so much, Ron. And in Ron's eyes. Oh, yeah, really. Exactly. Get him up to Canada, finally. And you too, Maureen. Oh, sounds good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Maybe even you, Jeff. I've been to Canada. I love Canada. Well, you're going to have to come again, then. I'll be glad to. We'll see you up there, Lee. Excellent. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Congratulations. Thanks. Who's the other victim? Someone else called in. This is great. How do we know that they're for us? Oh, they hung up. Is this the most callers you've ever had on a show? No. Yes, it is. Once we had two. <laughs> Anyways, we still have another book to give away. We right. have a copy of uh, Ghost Chronicles. So if somebody would like to uh, win a copy, actually. I'd like to win a copy. Yeah, well, it ain't happening. Leslie's here. She should win a copy of something. I'd like to win a copy. No copies for you. No oh, soup. <laughs> I have a copy of Ghost Chronicles. So I would like to win a copy of Jeff's book. See, if possible. Sure, I'll give you Lee's. Come <laughs> <laughs> down here and find me. I'll buy a copy from you to give to her if she wins the question. All right. There, I just, All right. I just gave her a, a Ghost Village sticker. Okay, so I think we should give her a tough one because I know she knows her stuff. Oh crap! All right. Uh, I'm looking at the tough questions. Hmm. Tough questions, tough questions. Mm, I already did Poltergeist. Yes. 
German for noisy ghost. Okay, here's your question. Once again, it's multiple choice. What is an ecstasist? Oh, an ecstasist? Ecstasist. That's a person who takes ecstasy. <laughs> I know. I know that. A, a person who drives out an evil spirit by commanding it to depart in the name of God. Or else. B, Elvis. a person who does EVPs. Yes. C, a demonic demonic possession. D, a person who performs circumcisions. Oh, oh my God. That's a moil. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? That could be, a person like that could be considered demonic. I'm going with A, Ron. A, a, a person who drives out an evil spirit by commanding it to depart in the name of God. Can I give it to her? No, it's a moil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in two turmoils. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You now have something for your coffee table. All hey, right. Uh, we hey, still got another book to give away. If anybody Bob wants said to I deserved it, a book. 877-864-4869. That's 877-864-4869. And you can win a copy of Ghost Chronicles or hey, something. Bob said Ooh. I deserved one, Ron. You do deserve just for suffering through these two hours. Who is that? Who do you think it is? God. Are you talking to me? I am. I am talking to you now. Oh my God! I hear God. See? Can you say, "Oh my God, I hear God"? No, that's a blessing. <laughs> Anyways, eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. Uh, join us live in the Togai chat room. Anyway, you know, the, way you, uh, the way you speak and, and use the language, you really should have your own radio show. Be <laughs> <laughs> great. He's verbally dyslexic. That's what his wife, St. Jan, said. Yes. I, I've been told I have verbal diarrhea, whatever that is. Dyslexia. Dyslexia. Jan, another saint who's here with us, putting up with Ron, putting up with all this nonsense. Hey, St. Jan. Hi, Mallory. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Miss you. I miss you too, dear. Why don't we use this microphone from the beginning? We wouldn't have had all this problem. I think it was a plot to get rid of me. Yes. That's a thought. Does this sound okay still? Yep. Oh, good. So, anyways, this is, we're running out of time here, going down to the last few minutes. 877-864-4869, and you can get a copy of Ghost Chronicles, the book. No one wants your book. (laughs) (laughs) I know, huh? See that? What's that, Marie? I said, I know, but actually, I got an email that said that they read it all within a whole night. It's a lot of pages to read over in one night. That was, that was me. Nope, they said they couldn't put it down. It scared the crap out of them. That was me. I've been uh, selling the cliff notes on ghostvillage.com. It might have been... Uh, <laughs> might have you been. know, it's it's really funny because... Um, I don't know. It's funny. Everything's funny. Yeah, everything's funny. Right. Anyways, um, I did want to say something. We are broadcasting live here at the Concord Colonial Inn. We want to thank them very much for allowing to do that. And in fact, if you want a copy of Ghost Chronicles... They're selling them in the lobby, and they're almost out of them, so they're going to have to reorder. And while you're here, you can visit the bar, eat in the fine the restaurant. The bar is good. Oh, you got your caller there, Ron. Look at that. Oh, no, we got a caller. Leslie, you want to answer that caller for us? You just put the little arrow on the air thing, and then it will click on it, and we're going to answer our call. Enter? Yes, and here we go. Caller, you there? Hello, caller? Is that David? This caller? Hey, that's you. You there? Yeah. Hello? What's your name and where are you from? 
My name is David, and I'm from Texas. Texas. Well, welcome back. Golly gee. Hey, nice. David. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. So you, Texas, you, huh? You want, take, yeah. you, want, you want to take the test and try to win a copy of Ghost Chronicles? Yeah, I figure you can't give it away. I might as well give it a shot. <laughs> oh, thanks, David. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll take anything. You... I mean, you can give me the flu if you want. I don't care. <laughs> how, how much do you know about ghost hunting? Um, just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> okay, then we are actually going to give you a tough question. <laughs> yeah. See, we have a lot in common. I was going to say that. <laughs> see, you're uh, psychic, David. I knew I'm it. I'm psychic, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to go see my um, my psychic today, but he called me and told me I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. I'll explain it later. Okay, joke grenade. So, It'll go off later. Being being from Texas, you must be from the Bible Belt. So we're going to ask you a religious question. Uh, oh, what is a demonic haunting? A what? Demonic, like demonic. 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 I'll translate for him. Demonic haunting. Like something they sell on QVC. Right. Okay. Now, it's multiple choice, so think real hard. Okay. okay. We call what it multiple guests down here. Right. <laughs> what is a demonic haunting? A, a house where the devil lives. Hmm. B, a haunting caused by two harmonic entities. C, a haunting inspired by demons or inhuman spirits. Or D, a house inhabited by two two-year-old triplets. Oh, <laughs> I've been in D before, and, and that's pretty close. <laughs> uh, so what is your answer, David? You know, the drum roll. No, 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 no. Is it a yeah, house? A drum roll? A, a haunting caused by harmonic entities? There's a strange little man is telling me C. Yeah, well, I'm not done talking. Do you mind? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You're going to repeat it again? It's the least I can do, right? C. C is right, okay? You happy? Ta-da. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, you, you want a uh, fine copy of... Uh, can we give them the one that I, I wrote to someone else that they didn't... Pick they just no, so I can change my name for the book. It's not a problem. To <laughs> Stacy? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Okay. Anyways, I uh, did... Um, David. Yeah, um, don't call me Stacy. <laughs> then don't call me Shirley. Can I talk? <laughs> You're good. I like that. Can you email me your name and address at any, like, New England ghost project at Comcast.net? Sure. That's, what? He said sure. He, he I thought okay, like I said Shirley. Two parties. What? Who is laughing in there? <laughs> Mrs. Strange Little Man is laughing. Oh, okay. Do, 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 you, do you want a bonus question? Do I get a bonus? Or is it just a free question? Whatever. She can hear you. I can't. She speaks other languages besides Texan. Yeah. So she's kind of translating for me. All right, we'll do this quick. What does EMF stand for? Electromagnetic magnetic field. Can you say it, Ron? Energy measurement force, electrical meter factor, or EMF finder? 
What do you mean, like a K2 meter? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll what say K2 mind? meter. What? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you win. Okay. Yay. Go <laughs> in a K2 meter? You will find a little something extra in your package when we send it to you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks a, a lot for calling. Extra, I love it. Yep. Good night and God bless. All right. Well, can you believe it? It's all over. I uh, I can't believe it. I I what an amazing thing! So many great people calling in, saying hi, and, and some not so great, but right. Yeah. But we, you know, that's <laughs> kind of how life goes, you, you know. know and, uh, and we want to thank Leslie for being here with us. Yeah, and St. Janice for fetching beer first, right? And yeah. uh, and right, everybody who's put up with us for ten years, and God willing, in ten two hours, and two, ten years and two hours now. That's right, and God willing, ten years more and another hundred and three episodes at least. <laughs> three, hundred and three. Were you trying to tell me they're not getting out as frequently as they used to? <laughs> well, there's been a is, bit of is that the, the little hint there that I get. Well, this is what we're working on. But uh, anyway, yeah. wrap it up. I no, actually, we, we uh, don't go by the clock. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Nice try, you little novice. You. We go until they kick us off. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah. Thank you guys. Oh, and it's, it's time to up. So time stay. to say good, good night. God bless. God bless. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.